Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome. Yo, tonight it's the boys in the house. The boys. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Let's get them. Yo, hold up, though, hold up. This is Wednesday Talks. Yes, sir. Agent Tank. Agent Tank, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm William Hernandez, and um, I'm happy to be here, man. I'm part of uh, the church that we all, you know, assist, and it's a blessing to be here, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're super happy to have William here to join us tonight. Um, we're excited because we know that we're going to have an awesome conversation tonight. Elvin, uh, give me a little bit of a, a shout-out. Savage. Yo. Well, man, tonight we're going to be talking about many things, to be honest. I think we're going to have a really pretty cool conversation about, uh, you know, all the all the trends that we're seeing at the moment. Wink, wink. PS5. <laughs> but um, we're going to be talking a lot about, you know, 
about how us guys, how, you know, guys like us that we come to church and, you know, we have a relationship with God, how, how can we, you know, walk our life, walk our life with faith? So, uh, for those of you who couldn't hear me with the other mic, we fixed the technical issue, and I hope that it sounds a lot better. But um, thank you guys again for joining us, and um, we're so grateful for you guys uh, being a part of this tonight. So tonight, I just want to hit a little bit. Actually, we're going to take a little bit of pause, and um, we're going to try to fix the audio issues that we're having right now. So give us a, a, a minute here, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. I hope that sounds a lot more clear and a lot better for you guys. Um, again, we're live, so, you know, it, it is what it is, but we're happy and we're excited again for you guys joining us. Again, we got William, our boy here. The boy William. And then we got hey, hey, Elvin hey. tonight, and tonight is a conversation. It's with the boys, the boys. Let's go, So real man, quick, I want to I get into it. I want to have a conversation about, what, as boys, what are some of your favorite pastimes? What are some of the things you guys really enjoy doing? What, what are some of your favorite hobbies, or what's, what's one of your biggest pastimes, William? Uh, one of my favorite pastimes, and um, I've always said this, that I, I enjoy it so much because it just, it's a time of meditation, but um, I like to go fishing love to go fishing um i have a bunch of equipment and i go out there and i fish and it's a humbling experience you know it's a good time to meditate and talk to god let the people know how many fish do you be catching william i'm catching a bunch i'm catching sharks in these lakes you know well, what i'm saying well, you hold know, on, hold on, hold you on. know <laughs> we are still in the church building right now so oh, we, we would say you know let's <laughs> be honest tonight yo elvin what's some of your favorite pastimes check this out william william is humble with his fishing you know what i'm saying like William, he be catching fish, but he be letting them go. He's that good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, It's man. all about that catch and release, right? It's, it's, I, it's I a understand. sport. It's a sport. So man. technically, you're not catching anything. It's just you're catching and then putting it back in the water. I there get it. Go. I understand. Elvin, what's one of your favorite pastimes? Man, honestly, at the moment, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying going uh, going running. I know that I always say that, but, man, I, I feel like I've been very motivated. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I stopped running for a while, okay? And I've been recently just, you know, there's been times where I've kind of ran and then didn't, then ran and then didn't, and it was just kind of like off. But I even put myself into a, a race that I was supposed to run on May, but that didn't happen. So, Pandemic. So that kind of got me like, I was kind of motivated, but then I kind of went down on my motivation. But yo, out of nowhere on YouTube, like, on my newsfeed, it's been popping up like videos of like the Olympics. 
and like okay. like the mile runs and like uh you so know all this the bar. yeah okay. like yo i've been looking at all the olympic videos from the past like years we trying to do like a little 3k or 5k over here at the local nonprofit. he's trying to go to the olympics no nah, no nah. nah, i'm not <laughs> hey, you over here trying nah, to do nah, the nah, triathlon nah, over nah. there talking about that that the jamaican runner out there no 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 check this out like it's, 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 it's motivated me though i'm not gonna lie like seeing those guys run i'm just like man you know i gotta get to it i mean i will never go to the olympics because i'm not that good but everything you, know, you can do in faith brother whoa <laughs> nah but i i think uh right now i i've kind of I've, I've fallen in love with running again and you know I'm, I'm i'm trying to throw some stuff with the gym in there too but you know it's kind of it's kind of tough nowadays try to go to the gym <laughs> bro you you doing a whole lot and we're in the middle of pandemic quarantine you know uh, no how many people here can be honest and say we ain't got that summer bow we were looking for you know, you know, you don't have to put it in the comments. We already know the truth. Yeah. It's okay. Yo, hold we on, know, though. We oh. know the spirit is working. We know that the Lord is good, and he will continue to be good. So we're Yo. not going to be down about it. Yo, hold on, though. I got to give a shout-out to William, though. William has been killing it with the runs. Yo, he been, he's been working out, bro. And, man, you can see the difference, bro. Man, I appreciate it. Hey, actually, you know what? Now that you mention it, um, I've been inspired by like a lot of people that you know have been making changes in their lives and they're out there running and you know doing it too i'm just like i need to get motivated to do the same you guys man. inspire william hey you guys did man so i appreciate y'all hey but i'm down 14 pounds man it's Ooh. good, it's good. It's good. shout out to the boy you know what i'm saying he's trying to get them abs for the winter you know hey, what i'm saying you go. we gotta get <laughs> we gotta get uh, uh winter ready you know what i'm saying yeah, we're, i'm not gonna be a cuddle bug in the winter la verdad que tenemos que perder peso porque subimos 20 libras during quarantine and now you know we gotta get that down so yeah, we're that. trying to get back to our normal weight <laughs> it, it is what it is you know elvin's talking about he signed up for a 5k i remember that last year i signed out for uh for a 10k and um you know there was no pandemic or nothing i signed up at the beginning of the year i was like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna get fit i'm gonna train for this thing and all of a sudden you know six months passed the race came by and i didn't show up because i wasn't ready <laughs> wow so so shout out to you guys for trying to get fit right now i'm also on the boat you know um yeah, we're trying yeah. to get a little fit you know we're trying to start my little home gym so working on it but um you know hey I, everybody I, eats to their own and i heard a little something something that uh you getting that peloton bike what's you a know, peloton bro i, I wasn't <laughs> gonna bro I've, you gotta explain that i wasn't gonna quick. i wasn't gonna real flex quick. on facebook and everything Yo, you but, know, you know we do got a little peloton coming on the way hey <laughs> Jeez. But we got we got a Peloton coming, and um, hopefully that's an excuse to say, hey, you better lose some weight now because yeah. you know that thing that thing is gonna be looking at you every single day. It ain't cheap either. That thing ain't cheap either. <laughs> so guys, I wanna I wanna ask you a few questions because we know the boys are watching tonight. Uh, shout out to Jabobi, Jesus, and everybody who's online right hey, now. We yo. just we just wanna we wanna run down some questions here and see where do we stand as as guys. I'm gonna give you guys some basic questions and let me know what you guys think. So let's start off with um, a few popular video games. What are, what are some video games that you guys like? Uh, are we more of a 2K fan or FIFA? Oh, man, it's got to be FIFA, man. Of course, man. You got to be FIFA, FIFA man. Y'all play that FIFA 2020 yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're actually playing 
actually oh, yeah? whooped you up. Oh, oh you sure? Hold on, hold on. Hey, I actually hey, whooped you up. What was the outcome between me and you, though? Uh, it was a close match. I don't guys. know. We it get real competitive match. when it comes to FIFA, <laughs> and that's that's a game that we all love to play. So going on video games, what are you guys, like, Xbox or PS4? Oof. You got to be on, careful man. with this one, bro. You're gonna, oh, bro, they, you can't even there, be careful with that. It's there's gotta a lot be of, PS4. There's man. a lot of sensitive fans right now, and we want to make sure that we <laughs> we are not insensitive. If you uh, had to buy an Xbox, you know, we know it's not an easy experience, but it's okay. No, somebody gifted it to them. Somebody gifted it to and, them. And you couldn't be rude and everything, so we understand. But don't worry, <laughs> we're praying that you get a PS4 or PS5 hey, soon. Hey, PS4. You guys seen that PS5? Yo, hold on though. I mean. I feel like people are sleeping a little bit on that Xbox, though. Oh, bro, you don't got to no. because you don't got to defend. On it. paper, the Xbox looks like it's going. It's it's a lot better than the PS5 on paper, but who knows? It's all about the experience, bro. Oh, you talking about the subwoofer sure. that's coming out? <laughs> <laughs> the the tabletop, <laughs> the speaker. <laughs> Man, they're going crazy with no, those. No, we're definitely definitely a PlayStation fans here, but we're gonna not judge you if you have an Xbox. We love you the same. Don't worry. Yeah. In in Christ Jesus. Yo, Jul <laughs> yo, Juliana, Juliana said Atari. Whoa, hey, that girl whoa. said that girl said Pong. Okay, boom, 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 boom. Okay, boom, boomer. Boom. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I, I actually have a Super Nintendo at home. So he, he said the new little one, the mini so, version. You know, it's a little. <laughs> the cat said that you like, you know, you have to blow on it, and then you gotta like click. You know. What I'm if saying. you didn't blow on the video game cartridges, you didn't have a childhood. That was part of the experience. It was the. Oh no! Did you ever do the the Q-tip that you had to clean up the little metal, you know, the little reader thing because that thing would get too dirty too. I, I don't you know, bro. Do You're doing too much. It was oh, all about the blowing with the spit, and if it didn't have the spit in there, <laughs> you weren't doing it right. You got to put some spit on that. And then all of a sudden, you had to make sure you turned it off and you prayed like for five seconds, said, "God, please, God, please, let this happen, let this happen." And all of a sudden, you turn it on and you get the little light. And you're like, "Yeah, stayed on." Oh yeah, it was it was, it was heaven. <laughs> so let me ask you guys. Right now, uh, me and you are wearing certain things, but. Um, you know, what are you guys, are you more of a Nike fan or Adidas? Uh, I'm going to have to say Nike, man. I, I yeah. like Nike, yeah. Even though I mostly wear Puma. I like Puma better, but. Oh, he's trying to flex on the Yo, shoes. Susie, hey. do a close-up real quick on hey. those shoes. Just just hey. close them up for the gram. Hey. Just, the boy got just the Puma real, there, real close, hey. real personal. Just person. to let y'all know that the, the show them. The, the, the one that's working Pumas. the camera actually gifted these to me. Oh, my so, goodness. Hey, oh, my goodness. I appreciate you, Susie. We apologize in advance for what you're seeing today. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, so Elvin, what, what are you more of a fan of? Man, honestly, I like I like a lot of brands, okay? Uh, I feel like at the moment I'm wearing Nike, as you can see, the, the kicks, the, the, you know, the, the, the hat, but... I, I like some Adidas too, man. I like some Adidas shirts. I like more Nike shoes, but I also like Under Armour too. Under Armour's pretty, it's pretty cool too. Yeah, there's there's some you know, there's some other brands in there that we can throw in, but we know that when it comes down to like buying tennis shoes or buying hoodies or stuff like that, it's always Nike or Adidas, Nike or Adidas. I'm a big Nike fan. I got Nike everything. I do got some pairs of Adidas at home and stuff like that. But you know, all day, all night, you gonna see me with this Nike hat. Just go up and down my Instagram. You'll see me in a photo with them. That's just that's just my one of my preferences. But um, let us know in the comments. What are you, Nike, Adidas, PS4, Xbox? Let us know. Let us know what you guys are more of. Are you more of a 2K fan? I suck at 2K, but, you know, FIFA, you know, I give them a run for their money, so it's okay. Yo, I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I was playing 2K, and it was, like, on super easy. I was making threes, like, from half court, man. 
And then <laughs> I, I, I actually switched it to like uh, uh, to pro. Man, I got I got whooped. They, yeah. they even catched up to me. I play on that super beginner mode where every shot that you throw, it makes it in. And, you know, we, we kill it like that. There's no problem with that one. So let us know. Um, I got another question for you guys. Are you guys more of a beard or no beard type of guy? Yo, what's good? We already good? answered this. Kind of, Susie, close up on the beards real quick. What's no good? shave Novembers all Yo, year long. Well, hold on. Hold on, no, hold on. Don't, no, don't close no, no. up. Never mind. Don't close up. Wait, don't wait, 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 wait. Check this out. Stop. Check this out. They used to make fun of my beard, okay? And my beard got way too big. It got way too big, so I had to trim it. You know what I'm saying? This, this but, has been a work in progress for yeah. years. So you best bet I'm nah. shaving this thing off. Shout out to the beer club helping me out. Willem, are, are you a, are you a beer guy? Or do you like to shave and show the skin? Um, <laughs> Hey, well, now that I'm losing the weight, I'm gonna have to shave it off. You know, you gotta show you that said, cheekbone. I got to flex on the cheekbones. You got you to show that cheekbone, but. No, I usually have the beard, but does I'm kinda, Claudia Hernandez you know, agree? Whoa! Do you, babe? Do you? <laughs> nah. Well, I'm definitely a beard guy, and again, like we were saying, we we try really hard to get here to this point. You know what I'm saying? So we we gonna flex it out as long as we can. He doesn't have a beard. He has a goatee <laughs> and a mustache. <laughs> hey, look. As long as I've known you. You've been working for a long time, Adi. Uh, you probably need to use like a little bit of Rogaine. Y'all gonna have to put some on respect there. on this beard, okay? Shout out to the beer club again. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> I don't know what you guys be putting on that thing, but it's working. <laughs> okay, I, I got a last question for you guys. So, as many guys, um, what what is what is your lounge clothes that you love to wear? For me, when I get home, I love to wear gym shorts. Are you a more of a of a gym shorts guy or pajamas? I like the gym shorts. I like, you know, walking around the house is just more comfortable. It's like not a lot of my leg and you know, nah, I like I like the shorts. You don't like to wear the the, the plaid pajamas and the and the long the long ones. The panel ones, the, the ones that, the zip ups and everything. <laughs> That's only on special occasions. <laughs> Except for Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, exactly. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, uh I I like wearing shorts. I think I'll go with shorts, but yo, uh I think your mom actually gave me some 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 PJs from from a, for I think it was Christmas. Shout out to the mom. I don't know, but hey, shout out because those PJs are comfy, man. Especially when it when it's cold, you just put those things on and that's it, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Annalie wears them a ton too. So. I don't know about you guys, but do you guys ever go to school and used to wear those gym shorts underneath your pants? And like you just just always like walk around with like gym shorts on, boxers, and the pants on top of those. Wait, I, I, I remember because I'm a big I'm a big gym shorts guy, and I wear gym shorts all the time. If whether it's winter, whether it's summer, I'm always wearing shorts around the house. And um, I remember those days where I used to go to school, and you just never took them off because it's like you never knew if you had to throw yourself into like a three on three game of basketball or something. This guy, but you, just always, you always pick, had those gym shorts on. This guy was one of those guys that like would be that would be probably like 20 degrees outside. This dude would be wearing shorts. It's like it's like it's like I don't know I don't know why it was a thing, but I remember it just it just happened, and everybody at school used to wear like because you know it's the mid two thousands, and everybody was wearing baggy clothes and like three X shirts and like Sean John bigger pants, and it was necessary. So it's yes, like sir. it's like you never wore a belt, but you used to wear the gym shorts underneath the pants to be able to not to I guess drop your pants while you were walking. No, or you used I, to wear a, a little uh, zip tie on your pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's when you got in trouble. I did that one. No, I, actually, people used to do that when, um, well, I, when you were in high school, you had PE. So people would come in, like, with sweatpants that had the gym shorts underneath. So that way, 
they get a basketball game going, just drop them pants and get ready to play, man. Three on three. There was no changing out. You were no. just always ready. You were always wearing tennis shoes, and you just, you know, boom, I'm ready for the game, guys. That Let's bell would it. ring, pop those pants back in, and go to the next class. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Let us know again in the comments. Let us know what you guys were your preferences. We love to, to hear and look back here. Shout out to everybody who's watching so far. Um, we're, we're so grateful that you guys are tuning in. So we're gonna get into the to the to the juicy stuff tonight, and we're gonna talk Oof. a little bit about relationships. Relationship, dun, 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 dun. But guess, guys, but guess, guess what, guys? We're not talking about our present relationships. Whoa. <laughs> may, may, maybe a little bit, but I want to ask you guys a question. You know, your wife is here, right? <laughs> That's right. Actually, my wife is here too. So. Oh, and yours is watching. So, and oh. yeah, yours is watching, dude. So so we're going to talk tonight, and I want you guys to be straight up honest because, hey, this is the conversations, and this is what it's about. It's about honesty. It's about the truth. We want to talk about the truth, and, you know, we are in the house of God. So just, just a reminder, just a reminder, you know? So we're, we're going to talk tonight. Let me know. So, you know, you guys have, have been dating, and now you're married, and throughout this whole experience, I know you guys have been on plenty of dates, right? Oof. Probably voluntarily and involuntarily where you, you know, you were forced to, to make a day out because, you know, now wife is like, hey, you better take me out. I want to go eat or something. So can you guys let, let the public know it? Because they really want to know. They really, really want to know. I'm, I'm seeing it in the comments. Are they, they really, are they asking? They really want to know. Are what is the worst date you've ever been on? <laughs> and Willem, you got the mic to your Hold face, on, so man. so now. Yes, man, sir. I, I was about to say, yo, let so, Elvin take this one first, man. So, I want to hear that so, story. So, William, we want to hear you tonight. We want to hear that tea, bro. <laughs> what What's one of the worst dates you've been on? And it doesn't have to be like you know with the with the with the awful person, but just a funny experience or something that probably didn't go your way. You had planned it, it was supposed to be really nice, and it just didn't go your way. What's the worst date you've been on? All right, so check this out. I, I, I met this girl at probably the worst place that you should meet girls at. I was doing DUI, like, safety courses because um, I was street racing back then. And, uh, Fast and the Furious, guys. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Whoa. So, so that girl was there, and, um, you know, she, she was pretty and everything, and, you know, we had a conversation. We started talking, and I asked her, I'm like, hey, let, let's go out, you know? And she was like, all right, let's go out. I thought, it, you know, it was good chemistry while we were in the class. So we go out, I take her out to this restaurant. I'm not gonna name the restaurant, but this is not sponsored. Um, Oof, it can be though. <laughs> McDonald's shot out, no, I'm kidding. Whoa! <laughs> no, so, so, so then we go, we go out and it just, there was no chemistry whatsoever. I thought there was, cause there was when we were like sitting there like in front of the teacher or whatever, but man, it was just, it was awful. Like the conversation was dull. I had to like try to come up with something else to keep the conversation going. And when somebody's not giving you, you know, back, 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 back conversation, it was just, it was awkward. It's like one of those moments where like you're sitting in front of somebody, but both of you just looking right past each other. And it's like 30 minutes of you just going, so. <laughs> this was fun. Um, I'll contact you. Don't call me though. I'll contact you, all right? Hey, hey lose my number. No, just <laughs> So, Elvin, tell us, what's one of the worst dates you've been on? Again, it doesn't have to be right. something super crazy, but just something that maybe didn't go your way. Yo, so check this out. I was, I'm, I'm actually a pretty good friend, okay? So I was, uh, I was helping out this friend, and, uh, you know, we were trying to double date because we were young. So, Oof. you know, back in the day, for all the ones that know, like, 
you couldn't go alone because maybe the parents of the girl Mama didn't let, let you out alone. So they were like, okay, well, you know, you, you can come too and you can bring a friend. So I was like, okay, bet, what's up? So, you know, I go, I go with, with my friend because I'm being a really good friend, okay? I don't even know who the other girl is, okay? Safety net. That was a safety net it's move. It's a blind right date. Safety it's net okay. move. Check it's this okay. I, I don't even know the other girl, okay? And for the ones that know me, look, I'm not that tall, okay? You know what I'm saying? I'm, he I'm, isn't. I'm, Susie Zuba. Oh, really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, don't Zuba. Don't submit on my own. Oh don't zoom <laughs> in. Don't zoom his, in. His feet, like, his feet are going like this. My feet are going like this. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, but for real. So, 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 I, I go to this, this double date, right? And in a way, I'm kind of like, you know, asking my friend, like, okay, so how does this girl look, bro? You know, like, is she, she cute? Like, you know, like, what's going to happen? Because I don't know who the heck this girl is. So they're showing me pictures, and I'm like, okay, she looks pretty. So when I get there, I'm not going to lie, guys. This, this girl was, like, taller than me. Like, it was, like, not even, like, by two, three inches. It was by, like, probably five inches. She was probably, like, six feet tall. And I'm over there, like, yo, what's going on? So I'm looking at my friend, like, yo, what, what, what's this, man? So, like, it was just so awkward because the look on her face when she looked at me was, like, is this the guy? <laughs> Yo, it was so, like, embarrassing, and I think that's Bro. been... Is this your little brother? <laughs> Dang. And I think this is this is one of the most embarrassing things, like, that's happened to me, because I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, you know. And back then, like, I felt like I was very insecure about my height, so, like, I was, like, very, like, oh, my gosh, this girl probably thinks I'm, like, I'm, like, a little kid. And I'm not a little kid, but like, you, you sure? know what I'm saying? But like, but it was just so crazy, man. It was so crazy, you know. I was just trying to, you know, trying to spit game and all that, but I, my confidence was just hey, so what's low. Up? <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, yo, what's going on? So <laughs> it was just, it was just so, it was so horrible, guys. Like, you know, I think my lesson there that I can share to you guys is don't ever go to a blind date. And if you do, and if you do, and you're like, me, like you're not that tall always ask for the height <laughs> hey it's okay it's okay you don't have to be the same height to be equally you know yoked to be in love it's okay you know don't don't shoot it down okay that's all i'm gonna say god can do his thing all right so we're gonna move on to the next question here wait 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 this is asking all the questions. Don't worry, bro. She don't go to this church. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell us okay, what was your okay. worst date. So mine is a little bit more similar to Williams. And um, one, of, one of my worst dates, um, you know, there comes a chance when, you know, again, you're, you're single. This was, this was post high school. And, I, you know, I was, I, was, I was living that life of, you know, it was getting a little lonely. So, you know, I'm, I'm out here, you know, just you saying, you know what, I, I'm, willing, I'm willing to, you know, take some chances and say, hey, I'm going to shoot my shot. And, you know, I'm going to do my thing and everything. So, you know, I shot my shot. And, um, you know, I should have never shot the shot. You know what I'm saying? Did it hit or did it So, you guys ever have a really good conversation with somebody over the phone? Like over the DMs, over, over, over the text messages? And you guys can be talking day and night. And it's just like constant communication. It's so much fun. Well, sometimes those conversations don't translate into person, if you know what I'm getting. You know where I'm going with this? Oh, yes, So yes. those conversations, all of a sudden, it's like, yo, you guys are real talkative over the phone and everything, but in person, it's just like crickets. Crickets. <laughs> Awkward. Crickets. 
<laughs> so I, I had this date that I went on, and it was somewhat of a blind date because we hadn't met in person. And um, we went, and we, we went to go eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, it's like, yo, it's, it's a loud place, a big crowd. You know, I always recommend you don't go to a fancy restaurant on your first date where everything is really quiet. Don't do and it. everybody is really, really, really... Hey, if jazz. you got to like that and you want to go to fuck with a child, do your thing. Yo, you know, I ain't going to stop music you. Don't in the do it, guys. I ain't going to stop you. But, don't you know, do it, guys. I'm saying. Yo, you, you, you going to fuck with a child, you better be banking. It's okay to go to touchdown wings. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yo, if you're going to fuck with a child, she better be the one. Yo. That's what I'm saying, man. But so uh, we're here at Buffalo Wild Wings, and, and, you know, we're having, you know, the 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 most intriguing conversation to say. And um, we're talking back and forth, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, so you're into this? It's like, oh, I don't really like that. Oh, okay. Well, what do you really like? Uh, that's a little boring to me. So it's like all of a sudden the conversation's like, whoa, I thought we could really click. It's just like all of a sudden by the end of it, it's like, hey, I got to go home. You got to go home. It was nice and everything. Um, by the way, I'll pay my tab. You pay your tab. You know, that kind of whoa. thing. Whoa. So hold on. You made her pay her tab? I didn't say oh. that. I didn't say that. Oh, maybe. yo, this guy <laughs> left. He left the restaurant, Yo, that's man. savage, man. That's savage. Don't, don't take notes. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it, it, it was one of those moments, and it's, and it's really goes to say is that when you make decisions about somebody who you want to date and somebody who you who you are looking to really pursue as a as a person for your love life and, and in the future and things like that you know make sure you really take the time to get to know that person to make sure that it's more than just a emotional connection or or a, a flirtatious connection but it's more Facts. of like a sincere Facts. like hey i really like this person that person really likes me so that, that kind of leads us into this next question i know we all here are married men and uh, we've gone through our experiences, so it's awesome to be able to kind of share, like, yo, what we've kind of been through and, and those experiences. So, William, I know, you know, it's, it's, you've been married for how long? Whoa! On the spot! On the spot! Whoa! That's my brother-in-law right there. Now you see. No, I, it's, it's been 11 years. Okay, okay. So, so William... Years? Hey, I want real. you. I hey, want you to. Years. I want you to take that time machine and go back in 11 years ago when you were single. What was something that you were looking into for for a woman as as a wife, as a girlfriend, and and what is that something that stuck in you? Is like when the next person I want to be with, the next person I want to marry. This is what I'm looking for. You know, it's it's very interesting that you say that because be there was one preaching. <laughs> be careful. No, there was one preaching that um, I heard way, way back then, that God is, is, is someone that you can talk to and ask him specifically what you want. Like, he likes for you to give him in detail what you want. And, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I prayed about, you know, the type of wife that I wanted. I want her to look like this, like this, like this. But I was like, before anything, I want her to love God overall. I was like, I want, I want her to love you over all things. And Man, luckily, man, God, you know, he just opened the door and he was like, hey, here's Claudia for you. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Elvin, tell us, what was, what was something that you looked into for a girl, you know, um, through your experiences? You've been married how long now? Yo, it's been three years, but what up? Nine years together in a relationship. Whoa, hey. Yes, sir. He put in nice. the cherry on top. Okay. Yes, sir. So, so what's something that you looked into for a girl? Um, I know she was your high school sweetheart, so you didn't really have that whole experience of being single in your adult life. But what, what was something even back then which you looked into for a girl when you wanted to see, it? hey, I'm going to date this person. I want to marry this person. What is something that they need to have? 
Alright, so honestly, like, I think when it came to my love life, it was a mess. Like, I, I was uh, going out with, like, you know, with girls, and honestly, I didn't really, like, think of any, like, uh, plans on that. I was just, okay, I have a girlfriend, or, you know, there will be times where I'll be single, and then I will kind of get lonely, and I'll feel like, oh, I kind of need somebody to text. So I was start, you know, looking out there, and, you know, social media is a big help, too, you know? You can just DM somebody and all that stuff, so it, it, it was pretty easy. Uh, so it was like, you know, it kind of got to the point where I felt like there was a pattern happening, okay? Like, I have gotten off this one big relationship, and then it got to the point that, like, I was alone for, for a couple months. It's crazy, a couple months. And then I started to... to, to eternity. To, <laughs> it was eternity. Uh, yeah, no. but, but then I was, um, I was actually, like, trying to, you know, to go back out there to try to meet, uh, you know, new people and all that. So uh, I'm not going to lie, guys. Every, I think I only la I had three relationships in three months. Like every month I had a relationship Oof. and it didn't last. It did not last. It was you were just, asking for trouble. You know, I was just, <laughs> I was just trying to find myself in a way like, oh, you know, I kind of want a girl like this and like that and like that. But I, I, I honestly, you know, you were here in church, just how kind of like William was saying that, you know, you got to like ask God to put, you know, your wife in your life like you know kind of like you that have right to, girl yeah like you have to kind of explain to god what what are you really looking for for a girl and i honestly think that's a good thing because then you start to think about what type of girl am it's going to be in my life you know and it kind of helps you out whenever you go out there to, to look for one and um I'm, and it's crazy because i remember that before i met annalee the day before, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I'm telling you, like, this happened, uh, this happened, confessions, out of nowhere. I remember that the day before, me and Annalie actually met in the in a cross-country summer practice, okay? This is in the summer. We don't even go to the same school, okay? So, what happened is, I was going to go to my uh, to my summer practice, and I actually had this friend that slept over my house, you know? And we were just talking about, like, oh, you know, relationships, this and that. And I was telling him, honestly, man. I think, you know, I'm going to end up being in a relationship with maybe a girl from another school. Because, I don't know, I just don't feel it here. And I'm not lying, guys. The next day, I meet Annalie. Like, I meet her, you know, I, I ask for her number, and then, you know, the rest is history. But, okay, okay. Yeah. So what he was looking for in a girl was that they weren't from Krosky's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, no. But um, it's, it's very special in those moments when you learn to say, you know what, um, I've tried other methods and I've, I've, and I've looked other ways, but only God can put that specific and right person in your life. And it's going to be way better than anything you can ever plan for, ever try to force. Um, again, social media is super huge, and you can pretty much jump in anybody's DMs, or you can jump into anybody's profile. You can start liking a whole bunch of pictures and doing all, doing the most. And you can do that all day long, but if it isn't who God has specified to put in your life or the person who's supposed to be with you, you know, you're, you're going to come out to the same outcome, to the same resolution. So it's really special when you learn to say, you know what, I'm going to trust God with this, ne this next relationship, with this next person. I'm going to trust God with wh what exactly I need and what I want. He knows what's best for me. I'm, I may be looking more at, 
at what's in front of me, but God knows like five years, ten years down the road what I really need in my life and how this person is going to be someone who's going to be uh, of help and of, of, of a partner for me down that road. I know when um, me and Anais, we have a long history together and uh, we ain't going to talk about all that tonight. But um, I know that in one moment in the season where, or, you know, I, like I said, I went through a lot of years of being single. And um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a lot of time where I was able to work on myself personally of what I wanted to become as a follower of Jesus, as a, as a man coming out of a high school and going into his 20s and what that really meant. And um, I remember I was just like, God, I need somebody who can contemplate me. I need somebody who can, who can help me. I know what I want. I know what I desire. I, I know my calling that you have put in my life. And I just need somebody who can help add on to that. I don't want to find somebody for me to have to, um, you know, pour into or, or even vice versa. Like, I don't want to have to find somebody to complete me. It's more as I want to I be able to unite with somebody and be able to glorify you and do everything. And, and that both of us together can make the ultimate package and not just, um, oh, I need that person to be where I am. And, and, and even like that, I know it sounds kind of crazy because together, a union, we make each other better. And, and that's just the special part about it. But each other apart, um, we are each divine creations. And we know that God has, has put us on this earth for a special reason. So that, that was, you know, that, that was my experience. Well, how long have you been married? <laughs> um, it's been um, less than a year. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hey, safety net, safety yeah, net. Yeah, we, we got married in November. I'm not gonna do the math right now because you know, you know, pandemic, and you know, we've been chilling at home, so you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna do all that. But it's messed up his numbers. <laughs> pandemic messed up the numbers. But it, it's definitely, um, it's been an awesome experience. And um, I'm a newlywed, but William's been married for 11 years, and you've been going on three plus, and and, and it's an awesome experience to know it's like, hey, when you trust God with that relationship, look what can flourish out of it, you know families, ministries, and so many more things. So tonight, I want to ask you guys a little bit about that. I know um, we're sitting here with leaders. We're sitting here with people who have been in church for a very long time. Elvin, you've been in church since, you know, since you were real small. And the same thing with, with William. You know, you've been in church since you were you, since you were a kid as well. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your, your ministry. Um, William, you, you are the drummer for the church, you know, and, and, you know, you've been playing drums for many years. How did that all start off? How did, how did that experience go, and, and what made you choose the drums to be the thing that you were passionate about? Honestly, that um, came when um, I've, since I was, you know, born, I, my parents have always been in church, and um, the passion for the drums, I think it was just, it was in me, uh, honestly, or it was a, a God-given talent, because um, I never, like, even if you ask me now, I have never taken a class of drums, like, never, ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've never taken a, a, a drum class. I, I don't never think, uh, I think I might have tried to go at one point, but I didn't. Um, but luckily, I w through my vision, like, every time I would see a drummer play, I would see how they would play, and I was like, all right, so that's how you do that. That's how you do that. And I, I was seven years old at that time. And I remember me trying to play the drums. And of course, the older people, when they would see me get on the drums, they'd be like, hey, kid, get off the drums. You know, them, them churches, boy, they'd be like, nah, you got to get off the drums. You're too young what are to be you on doing? them. What are you yeah, doing? Get out, out of there. Get out of there. Sácate de ahí. Haciendo ahí. Salite. Quítate, quítate. Le voy a decir tu mamá. Hermana. 
You know what? And then, but um, at the age of 13, I had a fallout. You know, I disobeyed God and didn't want to be part of the church anymore. And I ended up falling out. Back when I was 18, God called me back. And, you know, and this time that he called me back, I was like, I have to do something. I can't, I can't just be a person that's just going to be a member of a church. That's not something that was in me. I think God always had it in me. That he was like, I'm going to use you through ministry. I'm going to use you through the music. I want to use you in the drums. And, um, and I took it on. And I was like, and I even told God, you know what? When, right when I was going to get baptized, um, when I got back into church, I told him, I was like, the day after, I was like, I want to play the drums. I'm like, I want to play the drums. I want to get right back on the drums. And I remember, you know what? I sat on the drums and I and I and I grabbed the sticks and I was like, do I even remember how to play? <laughs> I told myself that I'm like, do I remember Still how flexing. to play? And man, luckily, you know what? God is so great and so merciful that he was like, here, it's all yours again. And I literally started playing the drums and and literally it's just like, man, I'm so grateful to God and that's one of the ways that I glorify him is through the music. And and luckily, you know, here at Casa de Fe, I've been able to be one of the drummers here. You know, we also have Marlon that plays here also. And um, honestly, man, God has blessed me through music, and music is, is just my passion. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Awesome. Elvin, um, I know that you've been in church for a while, but um, as far as leadership and, and kind of walking in your calling of being a youth leader, a youth minister, um, what kind of led you down that route? And, you know, out of all the many things you probably could have done, what, what made you kind of focus on that? And, and how did you grow in that area? Um, you know, I, I, I was going to church. Uh, I think I started coming when I was, I think, 12 or 11. And... Man, I remember, like, it was a thing where, like, uh, I was kind of in and out, and I, I felt like I was living two lives. But I think everything changed when I got out of high school, um, and it's, it, it started to be bad, <laughs> you know, because you would think, like, oh, you know, once, you know, because you would kind of tell yourself, too, like, oh, once I get out of high school, I have more time for church, and, you know, I will start coming to church, and I'll be more active, right, because that's, that's the main point. But I, I felt like instead of doing that, I did the opposite, and I left church completely. I didn't want to know anything about church. I did my own thing. I was, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do, and I felt like I kind of lost my way, and I got to a point of my life where I felt so, like, so negative about, about my life and where I was heading, and I'm not going to lie, like, I felt a hunger to, like, hear about God it's crazy because yeah. like you would you know I would come to church and you would hear about you know pray so God can put passion in your heart you know and all that stuff and I actually like felt it at that moment yeah. until I stopped I completely stopped going and my spirit just wanted something you wanted to I, I just wanted to go to a church to listen about God that's crazy yeah. so I you know I found Casa de Fe and I remember, you know, my boy, my boy JBZ gave me the invite to come, to come, and uh, man, you know, I, I ever since then, I, I'm, I was, uh, I've been here. But I felt like, you know, working with the youth was something that it, it, it kind of pushed me to a point that I wanted to give back to all those people that, 
we're going through rough times because I know how that feels because when I was younger, I didn't really have the ideal childhood and not a lot of us have that. But I just wanted to be able to, but one thing that I felt like that would help me and I'm about to flex a little bit was that even though I felt like I didn't have some support, I, I always pushed myself to try to be somebody. That was something that was always in my mind. Like, I need to be somebody. I need to be, I need to go somewhere in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what it, I don't know what's, what it is, but I need to do it. I you need to find something. it. So <laughs> I remember that um, I, you know, that was something that was always like that on me. And, you know, I feel like a lot of, when, when, whenever I see, like, you know, some, some, some teenager going to, like, going through struggles that I felt like I went through, um, you know, it, it, it will motivate me to, to try to help those people too. You know, especially now that I honestly, I give God the glory for everything that has happened in my life because God has been there for me. Even, hey. though, even though, like, I have taken steps away from him, he has, he has welcomed me back with open arms. And that's just something that I, I think all of us, you understand that even though you feel like you've taken some steps away, you don't got to worry that God is going to judge you because yeah. he's waiting for you to come back. You, you're never too arms. far away. You're never too far gone to say, hey, God, I, I'm, I'm ready to come back home. And I think that's real special because in those experiences, you can really know as to say, hey, I know that at one point in my life, what I felt right here. And, you know, and that's the crazy thing about it is that there, there, there's, a, there's a saying, and it goes that you can never really run away from the presence of God. And it's like you can never hide from the presence of God. It's and true. Even, oh, and even yeah. David has a psalm, and, and he talks about how I can go to the ends of the earth, and I can go hide in the depths of the ocean and, and, the, and the heights of the mountains, but where will I run away from your presence, God? And I think that's just so true is that once you have felt that experience, that once you have encountered God in such an impactful way, in such, a, in such a, a way that only his presence can do, it's like there's nothing that can, can make you forget that. There's nothing that can make you, make you truly always turn away from that because it's always going to be there deep down inside. says, hey, but I remember of that truth that one time. I remember about that experience that I lived one time. I remember of that moment in his presence, and there was something there that I haven't felt in a very long time. And it's encouraging to know us as saying, hey, we might make mistakes. We might fail. We, we, we might not be able to um, be consistent. But when we come to God, when we can admit our failures, when we can submit to him, he takes care of the rest. And he works with you, and he builds you up. And he helps you grow so that you can become the person he designed you and created you to be. I know for my journey myself, um, growing up in church, I was a pastor's kid. And we all know that I've been in church my whole life. My parents have been pastors for many, many years in different congregations. And it's, and it's, and it's, it's an experience to grow up in the house of God and know about God and know about the Bible. And know about leadership and know about preachings and know about the ins and outs of church. But it's a whole different experience when you have a relationship with God. Because it's very, it's very, it's very cool to know how things work. It's very cool to know about the Bible and know and know that, hey, there is a savior out there. But when that savior becomes not only your father's savior, your mother's savior, but it becomes your personal savior, your personal dependent, that changes your life forever. And, and we can talk about those experiences that really mark your faith of saying, hey, I remember this time where I stepped away from God and it took me knowing 
and, and having that encounter for me to treasure and, and cherish that relationship with him. So again, if, if that's your situation and you're like, man, I've been to church and I haven't been in a while, I encourage you to say, you know what? Seek God. It doesn't have to be in these four walls, but you're always welcome to, 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 to reach out to one of us or come visit our church or, or visit a church local to you. We don't know where you're watching from, but don't, don't be afraid to seek God. Don't be afraid to pray. Don't be afraid to be able to, to experience his fullness because believe me, that, that experience, that encounter is like nothing else in your life. Yo, I, I, got, a, I got a quick... Uh quick verses that I want to kind of share with you guys today, and uh, it's in Proverbs 3. I really like Proverbs, especially at this time, uh, uh, this moment that we're, we're going through. Like, it feels like there are a lot of things that can be out there in the world that can uh, either confuse your thoughts or maybe challenge some beliefs that you have. So I feel like Proverbs is a really good book for you to just kind of like pour pour that knowledge in you. That way you can also see that a lot of this uh, advice that they give us in this book, we can use it in our daily uh, uh, battles and, you know, everyday life. So uh, on Proverbs 3, it says, trusting in the Lord. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep between your heart, then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. And that's a tough one. We can't depend only on what we believe at times. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. I know many of you guys right now are probably like asking yourselves like, what am I going to do with my life? You know, right now we're talking about relationships and we're also talking about, you know, things that helped us kind of get to the place that we're at right now. And I feel like, you know, when you take in God's will, when you decide to say, you know what, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to decide to take this a full time. I'm going to decide to do this 100% for God. Believe me that your life will change completely it doesn't matter how many years you've been in church or how many times you've gotten baptized have come back and you know done the prayer of forgiveness or whatever when you decide from your heart and say I want to change and you mean it you will see a big change in your life completely yeah I think one of the things that we can see as as Christians that is that like Georgie was saying that once you have felt God once you have felt him talk to you, once you have felt that inside of you something is just like there's there's a love that's like unexplainable, and then you feel that um, the the times that I mostly have felt felt that is when I've prayed by myself, like like with nobody around. I literally feel like the Holy Spirit just like put His arms around me and just wrap me up in His love. And when you feel that, and let's say you fall. But you'll never forget that feeling, even at the time that you fall, because that's the that's when God, when when you when you feel that you least have God near you, is when He's closest to you, saying, "Hey, come back, come back, come back. I want you to be with me." And once you, you once you pay attention to that word, you. once you pay attention to that word, and once you start doing His will, believe me, the blessings are going to start pouring on you 
a thousand and one. A thousand and one. I think the biggest thing is understanding primarily is that one, when you really want to change, when you really want to take it more serious and say, you know what, God, I want to give you my life, you understand that it's not through your own efforts. You can't do this. You can't do this on your own. The only way you're going to be able to grow, the only way you're going to really be able to change is by putting your life in God's hands. And in the, in the, in, in the act of submitting or in the act of obeying God, in that process, you're going to trust him and he's going to be able to change your habits. He's going to change the way you think. He's going to change the, 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 the issues that you have going on in your life. He's going to start transforming things in you. He's going to pull things out of your life that are not beneficial to you. And he's going to start pouring into things that, that you should be focusing on, that you should be looking at. And in those opportunities, you really get to know it's like, wow, I could have never made these decisions on my own. I could have never done this on my own. But it's through his divine strength that now I am here and I'm standing today because he has been merciful, because he has been gracious with me. And learning to walk in that freedom. And it sounds like, oh, I'm submitting to God. I'm submitting to this to this religion. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be this boring, this, this boring person, this, 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 this uptight person who never smiles, who never enjoys life. And I got to be surrounded by a bunch of religious people who are always, you know, with their hands up praying and something like that. But the reality is when you submit to God, you become free. Why? Because you are no longer bound by the chains that have been over you. You're no longer bound by that sin that has been weighing on your life. Those things that have been calling out to you, the, the, the insecurities, the issues with your identity, the issues with, with your fears and your doubts, all of a sudden it becomes clear through Christ. And now you can learn to walk and enjoy your life freely. So, so tonight, I, I want to talk a little bit about it, and I know we're, we're kind of getting close to, the, to, our, to our limit here, so I want to I be a little quicker with it. But um, as men, you know, we, we have our, our relationship with God, and the, but there's also a lot of pressure from the world, right? There's a lot of expectations as guys that we have that all of a sudden you're supposed to act a certain type of way. You're supposed to look a certain type of way. You're supposed to behave and you're supposed to do certain things by a certain age. And you're supposed to have this all figured out by a certain time frame. So it's like how, how, how does that pressure affect your relationship with God? How does that pressure affect what you do as far as ministry and um, in and, and, and general just following Jesus? So I want to ask you, with that pressure and, and just the overall, you know, age that we live in with social media and comparison and things like that, what are things that you do? What are things in your life that help you continue to be consistent in this relationship? I know you were talking a little bit about reading Proverbs and how that's, that's, that's a great medium for you. But what are things that you use to help grow your relationship with God and not let the noise from the outside, not let the, the opinions of other people weigh on you to the point where you're no longer free in that relationship? Honestly, um, I like, you know, we were talking about before when God has called you, I think that that never leaves you. So um, as far as you said, like, you know, with the pressures of the world, as far as men goes, um, Honestly, man, God, God has uh, been the one that has, you know, been able to provide for everything. It's like it's like, oh, men can't cry and men and men can't be vulnerable and things like that. So <laughs> how, again, how does how do you make those adjustments and how do you learn yeah. to be free in Christ? Yeah, those those are the kind of things is that you allow yourself to to break down. As men, um, 
a lot of a lot of like uh, we've been taught it's like you gotta be macho. Yeah. You 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 gotta be serious, you know, with your kids. Like you can't you can't be playful, like you, you gotta be strict on them and everything. And um, honestly, I, I, I think, you know, as a father, like I'm far from that. I, I you know, I, I enjoy my kids. You know, they I let them have their fun and then we enjoy our time as a family also. And the one time that um, you do break down, because there, there is a time, you know, and I'm saying this because I've been already, you know, 11 years in a relationship. There is a point in time that you do break down because the weights of, of, of everything that you have going on does end up weighing on you. But honestly, those times that um, I've allowed myself to open up to God and I tell him, like, look, I can't. I can't anymore. Like, this is weighing too heavy on me. I need your help. I need your guidance. And once you open the Bible, it's like God is just talking to you through the Bible. It's like, okay, let's let's go to the story, you know, and, and many know it of Job. Like, he got battered down so much with so many tasks and so many um, beatings that the devil put on him. But not once did he ever say, like, um, I don't need God. Like, what do I need him for? I'm getting more punished, you know, being with him than I could be without him and not even get punished and have all the luxuries of the world. But he knew better. He's like, why would I, why would I want to disobey God and not listen to him? And then um, all the blessings that I have right now, if they get taken away from me, I know that God's going to bless me even more on top of that once all this is over. And that's just the way I see things. Uh, all the all your palms that you have right now in this world at this moment, they may weigh heavy on you at this moment. But just know that above your problem that you have right now, God has a bigger blessing for you than what you can expect. So don't give up. A lot of people like right now, even with this pandemic, a lot of people are like have anxiety and stuff like that. And I'm telling them, you don't don't depend on that. I'm like, depend on God. And once you put your faith on him, yeah. things will work so much better for you. The reality is that God's always working. He's always moving and he is always shifting and making things work out for the good of those who, who love him. So in, in those situations where you are fearful or, or you are scared, it's very, it's very special when you can learn to be vulnerable, when you can learn to be full. You know, and again, that stigma of like, oh, guys, don't do this. Guys, don't do that. Guys, don't pray. Guys, don't. Work. Man. Yo, I'll be in my car, tears down, moco extendido and everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be I'll be all up in there, and I'll be praying to God, be like, God, I just had a bad day, you know what I'm saying? But whatever it might be, but the reality is that when you learn to be free, when you learn to really just just let, let yourself be yourself with him, God, God moves in a special way, and he continues to build you up, and he begins to, to do things in you to change your perspective, to change the way you think. El Elvin, give us a little bit of insight on that and what you think. Uh, yeah, man, honestly, I think what William was saying with the whole, you know, being a macho and all that stuff, like, it, it, it really affects um, us guys at times because, you know, you see it growing up. I remember even, even my grandpa, he told me, don't ever cry because, man, don't cry. And like, he was like serious. He was looking at me like, you know, when somebody be looking at you with, with their eyes open, like wide yeah. open, oh, you yeah. know they're serious. Oh, yeah. And he was dead serious. I was just like, man, you know, that means that even if I'm going through something, I'm not supposed to cry because I'm gonna show weakness. And I can't be weak because I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. But you know, it's like, I think, you know, all of that just, just goes to show that, you know, the decisions that, uh, that we take and the route that we want to take at times, you know, it, it all clicks together. 
if you decide to say, even though, you know, maybe my grandpa or my dad taught me to be this type of man, you know, if you meet, let's say, you know, you have a wife or you have a girlfriend, um, things are going to be a little bit different. You know, you're going to have to adapt into a new, uh, a new way because you're letting somebody else in your life. So I think when it comes down to, you know, you, you trying to, you know, figure things out in your life and, you know, you're getting to a point where, uh, especially when you're in your 20s, right now I'm, I'm 26. I'm Oof. in my, I'm in my... Uh, 30s crawling up, boy. I, 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 I've entered my, my high closer. 20s and there's a lot of pressure in, you know, knowing what you're going to be. Because when you're 30, you don't, you don't want to be like in a crazy debt. And, Ooh. you know, you want to start thinking maybe, you know, ahead a little trying bit. trying to more, retire. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. But like, but for real. So it's like, I feel like when you're in your 20s is where you have to make the most out of everything. You have to be really smart about the decisions that you want to uh, take and the route that you want to head. Who do you want to bring in your life? Who do you want to let in your circle? Because... Whatever you do in the 20s yeah. is going to affect your 30s and maybe even your 40s. Oof, and when you're in your too. 40s and your 50s, you're, you're not thinking about what you're thinking right now. You're Credit thinking, card debt. You know what I'm saying? You're probably thinking more of like a way out. But I think what's helped me out has been, uh, you know, my wife. She has been very supportive in tough times. And I felt like there's been times where I have I had to let go of, you know, what, what I have been taught to do. And I had to let people in, and you know, I had let I, I had to understand that it, it's okay to to get help. Yes, from, sir. You know, it's, it's okay. You don't have to like just feel like you you have to carry the whole world on your shoulders. Yeah, drop them walls down. So I feel like you know when it comes down to that, it's just it's it's you have to understand that not everything that they taught you when you were younger. You know, it's going to be, you know, okay when now you're living your life uh, as a married man, you know, or let's say you get into a relationship. But I think Come the main on. thing is... Talk about it. <laughs> I think the main thing is just for you to trust yourself and for you to let God guide you into a new stages of your life coming up. Don't be scared to, to, to experience God's fullness. Don't be scared to, to let go of those, um, like, like, like Elvin said, those, those habits or those things that you were learned or, or was, was forced upon you at a, at a young age, learn to, to be full in yourself. And God, I love that you really compared it to, and we've been talking about it, that relationship is like, when you start dating somebody, when you start going out with somebody, it's like, you know, you do try to give that full image, you know, the best image of yourself. You know, you're just like, oh, you know, I'm like real clean. I wake up, my breath don't stink. I don't go to the bathroom yo, or anything like that. But then they find out the truth. And oh. then they found out, yo. <laughs> but, um, just like in those relationships, until you get to the vulnerability stages where you're actually yourself, where you get to experience the attitudes, where you get to experience the high moments and the low moments where you get to experience the cute days and the not so cute days you know when you, when you get to really Whoa. get to the nitty-gritty of things that's when you really learn to say you know what i love this person 
I really enjoy being around this person. And it's the same thing with God. I think sometimes as new believers, as Christians, we try to come and we, and we try to give like that, uh, that ultimate, you know, expression or, or, or image of ourselves to God. And we're like, God, I just got saved. And all of a sudden, like, okay. I'm in church every single day. I'm going to be there. I'm going to volunteer for everything. I'm going to do everything that I'm told to do. And, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be a part of everything. And all of a sudden, you're giving that best image. It's like, God, you know, I'm going to pray every single night. I'm going to fast every single morning. I'm going to be a part of every single Bible study. I got Whoa. 10 different Bible apps on my phone. And, and, and those are busy. <laughs> Those are moments where it's like, you know, you have that love, you have the desire, the urge to seek God, to have that relationship. But what about when you don't have the desire? What about those days where you don't want to go home and open up your Bible? What about that weekday where you have church, but all of a sudden you don't want to go to church because you had a really long day at work or you had a really long day at school? What about those moments when, you know, all of a sudden you're having a bad day and somebody comes around with a bad attitude and, and disrespects you or, or treats you bad? And all of a sudden you got to hold that composure and say, hey, I'm Christian. God bless you. God loves you. Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> the, the reality is just like in those moments, you know who you really are. You know the ins and outs of your personality, of who you are. You need to learn to be that full person with God. You need to learn to, to, to have that relationship with him. Talk to him on the bad days. Talk to him on the days where you don't have desires. When you're angry, when you're sad, when you're frustrated, when you don't want to do anything, talk to him in those moments and believe me that those are going to be some of the best experiences you have. I know that the, 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 the times where I've heard God's response, God's, God, God, God speak to me, God pour into me, were the moments where I've been in my car on a late night and I've just been frustrated. And I said, God, I need to hear from you. I need to talk to you. I need to open up myself to you tonight. And believe me, those experiences are some of the best. And, and I just encourage you, wherever your walk of, of, of faith is right now, wherever your relationship is right now, I just encourage you, be yourself. Seek God in fullness and believe me that your life will be transformed. Your life will be become something that you never thought it could be. And, and, and make sure you surround yourself. Just like tonight, we're surrounded here with the boys. And it's an awesome experience to be able to have. These are some of the closest guys in my life personally. And um, these are the guys that I tell everything about. About the good days, about the bad days, about everything that's going on in my life. And they're guys that I can trust to hold me accountable as well in my faith. Make sure you have those circles. Make sure you surround yourself with those people that, that are going to hold you accountable to make sure you're always seeking God. That make sure you, even in your bad days, that you pick yourself back up and you keep going. And, and it's very important that you do that kind of things, especially with your social media, with your feeds, with what you're listening to, what you're, what you're seeing, what, what is constantly on your, on your pages, you know, what, what, what type of stuff that you are into. Make sure that those things reflect the person you want to become. Because it's almost impossible in these experiences to be like, hey, I want to be a follower of Jesus. I want to I have that communion with God. And all of a sudden, your, your, your daily playlist, you know, your daily watch list Ooh. doesn't reflect that. It what is your Spotify show, show? You know, all, all, all of a sudden, if someone else were to grab your phone and see what you got going on up in there, you'd be really embarrassed. And, and the reality is that if, if, if you yourself feel those feelings, then how can you expect for yourself to grow? How can you expect for you to have that freedom and relationship with Christ when you know that you have things that you have to work on that are right in front of you? 
You have things in front of you that you know that need to be adjusted, need to be changed, but for whatever reason, you're clinging on to it, you're hanging on to it. Again, make sure you surround yourself around the right people. Make, your, make sure you surround yourself around the right content. Like conversations every Wednesday night. <laughs> 9 p.m. Wednesday talks. <laughs> but make sure you surround yourself around those things that are going to help edify you, build you up, and make you better. You know, it's, it's not a question about how, how you can do it on your own. It's to say, no, I'm going to put the right resources around me, and I'm going to trust that God is going to transform me into that guy, that man, that person that I was created to be. Yes, sir. So, again, guys, we're reaching over to the end right now, and we thank you guys so much for joining us. Honestly, it's been an awesome experience. As you guys can see, the the the, the laughs and the chemistry between us, we're great friends here. You know, so any jokes cracked around, it's okay, because we know that um, it's all love right <laughs> it's here. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Don't worry. Um, he got the wedding date right, apparently, so don't worry about William. He's going to be Did okay. I? Did she confirm? <laughs> Did she Oof. confirm? <laughs> don't dig don't dig the hole deeper, bro. It's okay. <laughs> now a shout out to you guys really. Um let us know in the comments what you guys enjoyed and let us know. Um this is gonna be our last Wednesday talk for, for the time being, but stay tuned for so much more. Make sure you guys are liking the page, following for notifications, and um as soon as we have something else up and coming, we'll be in touch. So again, I'm George. I'm William. Hold on before before we finish, I just wanna say, guys, follow this group telling y'all man everything that they talk don't about miss out. believe me don't play it, yourself i'm married i'm i'm older and everything but i enjoy watching them uh with all the talks that they've had Oof. um the chemistry that you know that they've had like like he said i've we've known each other for so long yes sir so that's why we can crack jokes Oof. but even even when the girls were here you know the week before i told them i was like man i love the chemistry that you guys had but um, but that's how you can see that God is with this group. Generación Unida, you guys are a blessing. Believe me, you're a blessing to my kid. I, I tell Jacob, I'm like, hey, you were on the live? And he's like, yeah, I was on the live, you know, listening. So uh, believe me. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, Jabobi. <laughs> so, so, so believe me, it's a blessing to have um, you guys also, you know, on our house, over our phones when we're not, you know, being part of it. But um, it's definitely a blessing, and we... Uh, we encourage, you know, kids, everybody out yeah. there, listen, you Take know, watch Take off your them. mom's novella and put GU live. There you okay. go. <laughs> Take over the Whoa. TV. But no, um, you guys are a blessing, and we're going to keep praying for this ministry, and we know that God is uh, taking this ministry to another level, and it's a huge blessing to have you guys. It's all love, bro. It's all love. Yes, sir. You already know, man, I love these guys up here, and honestly, I've enjoyed the Wednesday Talks, Wednesday Talks. Hey. Wednesday talks. I, I really enjoyed them. I really enjoyed them. It's just been a really awesome time, man. I have fun. Uh, I've been. I mean, I wasn't in the last one because it was the girls. The girls. No, but it was. It was. Uh, girls, it's been awesome, honestly. No, but thank you guys so much again for joining. We love you guys. Until next time. See ya. Peace. Hooray.